This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. On the line, we have the recent recipient of Keep Dunedin Beautiful's Jan Tucker Special Award, Lisa de Clark. Morena. Yeah, Maria. Nice to be here. Um, and so, uh, Jan Tucker Special Award, um, I, I guess uh, a place to start is, uh, it came from Keep Dunedin Beautiful and there were lots of other awards given out this week. Um, so wh- why why is the special award named after Jan Tucker? Do you know? Yeah, so um, Jan Tucker was uh, a pretty incredible person in the community. Um, she was a part of Keep Dunedin Beautiful for uh, over two decades and um, she was a really passionate and um, a tireless advocate for uh, a lot of different things in the community, a lot of them related to environmental purpose um, and, uh, and changing, I guess, uh, championing, you know, the renovation and, and heritage and, and the things that make um, us proud to, to be Dunedinites and the uh, the award that was um, given in her name um, is to recognise someone or some uh, a group that um, has the spirit of of the late Jane Tucker, and so it's it's a very much an honour to to be recognised in that way. Yeah, uh, and so what is it you did to uh, to be recognised for that? Um, so I started the the liquid paperboard recycling. Uh, I, essentially, it's a it's a project, but now it's more like a scheme, um, and it's it's very much a network. So um, recycling liquid paperboard cartons um, within uh, Dunedin City, which can't be done um, through the usual curbside collections, um, and. Uh, People will more commonly know liquid paperboard cartons to be uh, at, from the, one of the brands called Tetra Packs. Um, and uh, it's the kind of uh, material that you would find used for long-life milk or milk and juice cartons, um, plant-based milks, um, and, and some uh, various types of foods um, uh, are in that packaging. And... They, they are difficult to recycle because uh, they do have uh, uh, an inside that makes it very difficult for it to go through the normal processes uh, for recycling and um, they can be quite difficult to, to, to get clean as well. So uh, if it's not done properly, then it, it can create a, I guess a bit of a backlog at the, at the end of the process. And so um, when I heard about uh, Waihima Wastebusters in Palmerston, how they had started uh, liquid paperboard carton recycling uh, in February this year. Uh, I lived in Waikawaiiti and I worked in Mosgiel, so I thought that I would be able to help and you know just pick up some some liquid paperboard cartons in between Mosgiel and Dunedin, and um, I was already making the carbon miles, so you know it was um, it was a thought it was a very good idea and um, didn't realise that it would be so popular and that people would, you know, jump on board and businesses would jump on board and um, we got up to last month where we recycled uh, over 10,000 individual units 
uh, for of liquid-paper broadcastings and could have easily been more. Uh, just you know, just couldn't get that the, the last few ones over the line. Um, and uh, what happens when they go to to um, Palmerston is they are sent to to Hamilton to be turned into sustainable building products with a company called Safeboard. Um, and so they provide uh, building products that are essentially alternatives to to things like jib board. Um, and so uh, <laughs> I just I started it um, as a way to be able to help, and it's turned into uh, quite a massive network and enterprise. So yes, hmm. that's apparently what I got recognised for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, lo- lots of lots of um, stuff being diverted from landfill because there was there was nowhere else for it to go, was there? But no, there no. There wasn't an alternative stream for for these these things. That was, yeah. Did you say ten thousand units last? Yes, yeah. Could have, could have easily been fifteen thousand. So, um, and the, the the good thing about that is the fact that it's all from members of the public. Um, there, there are some uh, small, uh, some businesses who will maybe use, you know, five in a week who are, who are also um, uh, diverting it through to the, the collection points. But, um, it, you know, just because of capacity at the moment, we haven't um, been getting cafes and, uh, involved until we've got those processes in place to be able to, to adequately manage that. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's that's ten thousand from just from from members of the public. So that's a a, a huge, uh, I guess, uh, indicator that this is wanted and needed by members of the public. People want to be able to recycle these things, and mm. so if you know one person can can organise this, then it, uh, imagine what it would look like if it was it was bit bigger and uh, you know a real a real um, process. Yeah, yeah, and so is—is is there? Um, you you mentioned that these, what well, you said, can't be recycled through curbside recycling. Presumably, they can; they're just not. Is that is that the situation? Yeah, Auckland City Council can, um, but I'm unaware about what. Um, so Auckland what City they Council do with it. Do. Yeah, um, yeah. I, whether they go to to Save Board or whether they are recycled in a different way, I'm actually unsure about that. But yeah. um, it's certainly you know the, they are a council uh, that that can recycle them, um, as far as I'm aware. Um, but they seem to be the only ones. I think you've been political in saying they can rather than that they do, and ours does not. Well, I mean, I I don't know for, for sure. So I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll just be a bit safe there. Yes, um, and so um, so yeah, you've 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 received this award, been recognised for for what's been going on. We so there's ten thousand units potential for fifteen thousand if if the if we can we can get them um and and get them processed and so what what would help you reach the 15000 yes yeah, so um obviously this was <laughs> you know just me on the fly in the beginning and um, the more popular it got the more uh we've been trying to build a more sustainable process um and so we've been looking for a, a storage space 
I mean, we, we literally just need a corner of, of a warehouse or, or whatever um, to be able to, to store the liquid vapor cartons that have been processed before we bale them. Um, and uh, once they're baled, they get picked up by a courier and sent to Hamilton. Um, and if we've um, got 10,000, then that means every month uh, we'll be sending out four bales to, to Hamilton, so you know it, it would be a really quick turnover of, of those of um, payable cartons in the storage. Um, and once we've got that storage, then we can kind of just you know increase our capacity um, as well. We've got people, um, a couple of volunteers. Uh, Amiko is one of them and she's been really fantastic and uh, she picks up from a couple of collection points um, and brings them to um, a central cafe um, collection point where I then pick them up and then bring them to to Palmerston um, and so you know we've got a new um, uh, collection point being set up as we speak um, hopefully it'll be up in the next couple of days um, and that's actually in Milton, so that's really fantastic. They, they've got people who are coming through to Dunedin to to get it all sorted, so they're, they're bringing theirs up. And, um, and certainly we've got the, the entire Kusa District Council wanting to send theirs up to us as well. So, um, you know, that, that that storage space is going to be mean that we will be taking care of a, a majority of um, liquid paperboard cartons across you know, both Dunedin City Council and the Kosa District Council. Um, and really, um, I guess, you know, that storage space just needs, ideally, to, to be able to hold that baler um, for us. Um, but if there's an opportunity out there for, for a, a, a business that um, would like to help in some capacity, then, you know, potentially they can help us with the bailing and, and getting them away. Um, but yeah, that that's our basically our next step to make sure that we've got everything in place so that um, say it becomes even more popular because of the the, the recent um, spotlight on it. You know, if we suddenly get twenty thousand, then we we can still have the capacity to do that. Mm. Excellent. And so this is the awesome morning show. Uh, it's 20 past eight and uh, I'm speaking to Lisa de Clark, um, who is a recent recipient of the Jan Tucker Special Award from Keep Dunedin Beautiful for her work at setting up a scheme to uh, recycle liquid paperboard cartons such as Tetra Pak. Um, as a, whenever I read liquid paperboard cartons, it, it feels like the paperboard is somehow liquid but I think it's actually a container for liquid made of paperboard yes, isn't that's it great. <laughs> but a, the, the, the paperboard is in no way liquid um, so um, uh, that in that that sounds excellent and there's there's plans for growth and obviously far more far more um, far more touch packs out there to be recycled um, and um, the 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 organic model um, certainly seems interesting and, and replicable as well, that it can grow yes. organically because it is organic. Um, and so uh, adding an extra collection point and, um, or a, a different volunteer opportunity, it's just another collection point, another volunteer opportunity. There's no, you, you're not building new infrastructure for 
mm. that growth that's that's simply someone else collects and and brings so that there's is that um you think there are limits to to that method of doing it or is is this is this um how how we can recycle for now and well yeah hopefully into the future we will we will stop using stuff we need to we need to recycle or put in the bin but um you know in the long term it is or medium term is this is this a good way of doing it well i mean at the moment the the good thing about the way that we've been done it is that it really has been word of mouth and people who are committed to make a difference and people who are really you know they've got they've got a particular passion and purpose for it um and so that's how the the network has grown is that it's it's people and businesses that are passionate about making a difference the the fact that look at paperboard cartons can't be recycled but they are so prevalent um throughout our economy at the moment um it, it doesn't sit well with them so i think um Building on that network um, is, is certainly a, a, a really good way of, I guess, ensuring that you're getting those those committed, passionate people um, who want to be able to, to, I guess, ensure that they're not going to landfill. Like, yes, zero waste is our goal. This is what we really want. And that advocacy is still going there. We want for things that can't be recycled easily to be out of um, production. But at this point in time, that is not happening. And so what can we do to, to mitigate, uh, I guess, that effect on the environment as it is? And so um, those people, that network, um, SafeBoard has, has informed me that uh, it's the best network um, and the best um, uh Way of of recycling and and getting those those liquid paperboard cartons in the country, and so um, if this is something that uh, can be done just on the backs of people who are, are really passionate, um, then I think that um, that's that's a really good model for for how we can continue forward. And I, I guess you know it comes back to my point earlier. You know if if you know one person with that committed purpose can make this much of a difference and in a city, then you know, imagine what it would look like if, if there was like actual, you know, funding and and um, dedicated infrastructure um, put into it. Um, and so that's you know that that's certainly one of the things that um, we hope will will come with time. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, we've got the, the the government's container return scheme coming. Um, it's still a, a few years away now. Um, so there is advocacy to bring it that that forward, um, and liquid paperboard cartons will be a part of that that contain, t- container return scheme. And um, if that means that our network doesn't need to exist uh, anymore, then that's fantastic. You know, there there is a, the infrastructure to be able to to get liquid paperboard cartons uh, through a recycling um, system in a different way. Um, but we also have the opportunity to show the government that the network that we have established here in Dunedin um, is uh, is a good one and it's working. And so how can that potentially be a part of that container return scheme? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Uh, well, so, well, 
once again, congratulations on the award, uh, and you, you get to get to keep hold of it for a year. Um, and um, yeah, well done. I, and um, yeah, certainly my my, my Tetra packs are, are feeding into the scheme. Um, and uh, yeah, if people want to find out more or they want to um, get their Tetra packs recycled, um, where can they go to find out how? Yeah, so um, the the recent ODT article has the collection points um, on them and um, we have a website, onecoast.org. You can find uh, the information about where to recycle under the tab, Make an Impact. And um, you, if you have a look there, you'll be able to see the updates of any new collection points that are coming up. So obviously the collection point in Milton isn't on there yet, um, but we'll be making an announcement on our social media, which is just One, Co- uh, one Coast Inc. Um, and, uh, and then uh, from that date, um, you'll be able to see when new collection points are put on. So yeah, so there's a few different ways to, to get there, but obviously the Facebook um, page and, and the website are the main go-to ones. Brilliant. Thank you very much um, for bringing us up to date on that. Uh, so th- thank you. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let you get on with your recycling. <laughs> thank you very much. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.